Welcome to another episode of the Young, Dumb and Broke podcast. We both want to thank everybody who's listening so far, sending us some feedback, some ideas, some thoughts, some questions. We're very grateful. Very, very grateful. Please continue doing that. We're talking DM us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at the YDB podcast at gmail.com. No, that's the email. That's the email. But nice, nice, but you know, mix. The of way we did it was that it's the at the YDB podcast on Instagram and it's at the YDB podcast at gmail.com. But without the app, yep. what's happening? I'm all over the shop. You are. So this episode, we're talking about traveling talking about traveling you love traveling i do you love traveling i I, i'm not crazy about it and i don't understand that i don't hate it but why are we talking about traveling what's that got to do with you know not learning a school i mean i know what i think but what do you think well i mean did you ever have a lesson in school about how to book a flight how to book a hotel how to do it or how to plan a trip how to do anything that involves traveling once you leave school no i was taught geography (laughs) By my PE teacher. <laughs> yes. I did I learn. My PE teacher did tell me one thing, though. And this is actually really funny because I've stood by this my whole life. But it turns out it's wrong. He told me that by turning the light switch on... And this has got nothing to do with geography. This is how messed up this was. He said, don't turn the light switch off because that costs more electricity than leaving the light on all day than turning it on and off throughout the day because of the energy used to turn it on and off. I have no idea if he was right, but I've heard recently it's wrong and I just don't know who to believe. Is that like, well, you're supposed to like not keep turning your car on and off again? Yeah, it's like driving on a motorway is better than stop-start traffic for petrol. But he thinks that applies to electricity and lights. I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't learn anything in science, (laughs) so I don't know. When we did GCSEs, I didn't look at the physics bit of the textbook. I didn't look at it. I don't think I did physics. Well, there we go. I don't remember. Either way. (laughs) No, I did. I did. I'm a smart cookie. Right. (laughs) So we're talking about travel because we didn't learn anything about it. True. We had to learn by doing, which I guess is how everyone's always done it. Um, But we've learned a lot. I mean, you definitely have. I've learned a couple bits and bobs along the way about how to travel how to get the best out of it, but also what it's all about, what it means. Yeah, I, d- I think also it's not more. It's not so much about how to travel, it's just about knowing certain things so that when you do travel, it's an easier experience. Um, and that's, that's about it. I mean, because at the end of the day, like you said, you don't need to learn how to travel. You just do it and you mm. kind of figure it out. But this way you get to do it without having to figure it out and potentially lose money, potentially lose time or whatever. Where does your love of traveling come from like where does it come from like is it like an early early straight in there with the deep question (laughs) (laughs) an early early joyful memory do you have an earliest memory um or what is your earliest memory because you will have one well my earliest memory of like being on a plane and everything was when i was 10 going to high school 11 which is actually the same as you funnily enough um but my first time on a plane was i think when i was six i could have been six or five for my grandparents 60th 70th i don't know it was an anniversary of some sort with disney world the only memory I have of that entire trip, because I don't remember any of it, was my parents bought me a remote control car. Nice. <laughs> and <clears throat> when you think of remote control, it's a remote control car. However, this control was this control, this car was connected with a wire. So it was a Mickey Mouse car that was connected to a wire to the controller. So I could only go as... <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever... I was chasing after it, holding the controller <laughs> until I realized this is the stupidest thing ever. And I stopped playing with it. 
Yeah, so like, it was, how long was the... the Not the that run? long. Like half a meter. L- you had to literally... It, you it, had to run with it. it literally. It, okay, it was a couple of meters, but it, it, it was stupid. It was a stupid, stupid toy. But Thank I mean, you, mum and dad, though. <laughs> I was just about to say, they'll be listening, they'll be watching, they'll be thinking, um, oh, that time we bought Shimmy a remote controller, he loved it. And you're like, stupid idiot parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would say is the only memory I have. Other than that, we went to Israel for my grandparents. Again, we only went away for my grandparents. Big milestone things. I never, we never went away as a family. We went to Bournemouth every year. We never, we. I don't think I ever. But I mean, that is going away. Just you don't. You mean like abroad? I mean abroad. Yeah, we never went to another country. Um, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's why now I like it. I guess. What about you? What was your earliest memory? So I've got one that's not a memory, and then okay, and then one that is a memory. So the one, the earliest thing that anyone remembers about me, traveling that they've told me anyway, Uh, okay, was, I think it might have been Bournemouth or Brighton. Summer holidays, crazy, loads of people. I would have been three, maybe four, maybe even younger. Right. I had a red hat. So we're all playing, 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 having a good time. Now, at the time, I was child number four. So, oh, no, I would have been, there would have been five of us. Yeah, there would be five kids because the little one, he would have been born by then. Yeah. He would have been a baby. So it would have been like, my mum probably would have been looking after the baby. (laughs) Your dad looking after all the other ones. My dad (laughs) trying to look after all the other ones, all under 10. Um, and then all they found, they couldn't find where I was. They just found your they hat. They found my hat. <laughs> <laughs> they found my hat. Imagine, like, the panic. My well, dad's where, told where me, were like, you? he's never felt more panic. I just got lost a little bit. They found me. I'm here. Unless, like, I'm a different child. Exactly. I'm not the original kid. But um, they found me eventually. But that is, like, there's pictures of me in the red hat before I got lost on the beach. <laughs> and then there's, like, obviously pictures of me again so i think i am the same child so i didn't know you were going i thought when you said abroad i think you were saying you said travel you meant abroad but like there are stories that i've that my sister told me of i was four i think i was four maybe three where we were in the pool in bournemouth because again bournemouth is just the go-to place apparently um and i was just face down in the pool don't know how long (laughs) but she jumped in and saved my life and that that's that's that so that's nice of her she's she's here I think nearly everyone's life in our in our family. What over the years? Over the years, yeah. My other brother was strangling. It uh, was being strangled by a. This was actually really funny. He was on a swing, and he was swinging behind him was a tree. And for some stupid reason, because he's a moron, he was wearing a helmet. And on the on the back swing, his helmet got caught to the tree, and it was like <laughs> choking his throat. So it was like being hung. He was hanging himself oh, quite man. literally. That's yeah, terrific. and she saw and ran out and saved his life as well yeah i mean there's so many stories of that there's a place up north called malcop now i think we call it cow mop (laughs) it's like a an old castle or something and there's like it's on a there's like rocks and going up to a tall castle so we went and my little brother started climbing up right fun blah blah blah, until he kept climbing and climbing and he was quite high up and he couldn't he couldn't get down so my dad had to climb up and get him off i can't imagine your dad climbing up rocks five kids like four boys. It's not fun. Crazy. I'm so <laughs> sympathetic. That you're alive? That they even took us, let alone that we're alive. But yeah, and then like the memory stuff is like, we used to go to Manchester twice a year. Yeah. Um, and there was a sweet box. Like we'd, go, we'd all be in the car, seven of us. There was a sweet box, a box of sweets that would occasionally get passed round by my mum. Right. And then like that was just a nice memory because it was like, did you ever go abroad when you were like a young kid? Not that you need to, but... Not that I can remember. Maybe from like when we were eight, nine, we went to France a lot. We went to Normandy. 
Okay. Um, and we did loads of like World War Two D Day stuff. Interesting. Um, again, sympathies to my sister who didn't love those trips because it was tanks and battle bits and stations and bunkers. I don't think I would have liked that, that either. Kind of though. No, fair enough. I mean, she definitely didn't. We loved it. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then we went. My first plane journey was to France as well. We used to drive to France. Oh, that's fun. Get the ferry and drive. Yeah, yeah. a ferry, not the US tunnel. No, a ferry. Yeah, six-hour yeah. ferry. Lovely, great fun. That's a long ferry. I thought it was forty-five minutes. I think there's those different, but you went on the long one. You went on the long one. <laughs> Smart. But yeah, yeah, I'd say that's my earliest memory. But I used to love traveling. Traveling the journey to the place was for me a lot of fun. I enjoy that whole day. I enjoy the day of traveling. I like. You're getting, a weirdo. I like getting everything because I'm all. I'm so like meticulous. Yeah, ordered. Or at least because I've I have lost stuff and forgotten stuff, important things in the past. That like since then I've been very like structured. Um, so to the extent that the way I, how do you pack? I have like, a list. I, I'm also very structured. But you write a list. I have a really made list that you always use. Yeah, it's a list I downloaded online. It's a brilliant list. <laughs> I have like I obviously have a list, but I also have how I dress, how I pack clothes. Yeah. Is I dress myself. Please don't tell me you dress yourself physically. No, no, not like in my head. I'll go like socks. How many socks do I need? <laughs> Underwear. How much? You are trousers, a very interesting shorts, human being. <laughs> t-shirts, shirts, hoodies. Yeah, I'll go yeah. all the way up, and then at the top, I do headphones because <laughs> they go in your ears. Such a weird. So, <laughs> so I really enjoy that day. I enjoy the process of packing. I enjoy the day of traveling. You're the only person I've ever ever met that says they enjoy packing. Yeah, I'm also good at it. So okay. people in my family will get me to help them pack. Or they just don't want to do it or and they, they know you will. It, so they let me do it. Either yeah. way, my sister actually does that a lot. So what's been your best day, your best journey leading to a holiday then? So it was a couple of years ago, um, two, three years ago. I went on my first, as a driver, long motorway drive, drove to Cornwall with my brother because we we're going on like some kind of work trip slash holiday. And it's a horrible journey. It's just a straight line. Eh, right. Straight line. That's going to sound hilarious. <laughs> On audio. Eh, it's just a straight line. Yeah. For hours and hours and hours and hours. Four hours, five hours. Yeah, cool. was ages away. And then at the end, you're driving in these like cliff roads near the sea. And there's like green over it. And it feels like you're in the somewhere Alps. not Cornwall. Cornwall is stunning. It's so nice. So that was that journey. Well, I was like, I was driving and I was like, this is what it feels like to be free, to go wherever you want to go and drive in cool places and do cool things. And I loved it. That was such a fun drive for the last hour. It made the whole four, four or five hours before worth it. But also there's a lot of relief that I'd survived the motorway journey. Oh, this was your first motorway journey? Apart from for that Watford. Which doesn't that, really doesn't count. <laughs> that does not count. My first one out of London, basically. Yeah, I love journeying. It's a lot of fun. If it goes well, if it goes badly, you're unique. I hate it. As in, I kind of wish there was just like some sort of teleportation that just got us to the destination, and then we could just come back. Find because also journeying is the biggest waste of time when you think about it. You go on holiday for five days or four days. Two of those days of travel, right? Which is just a massive waste of time. Yeah. Especially when you drive to locations. Like for me, my craziest journey has been we drove to. we drove to Switzerland and France, like the, that area, the border where you ski and you snowboard. And we packed the car with snowboards, but we didn't just go for a snowboarding holiday. We went for a work holiday. So we had 
computer screens, lights, cameras, everything in the car because we were shooting our course or whatever. And on the drive back, again, 14-hour drive, pretty much all motorway in the night, we were um, we were going a bit faster than we should. <laughs> I'm not going to say how fast we were going, but we were going Which a bit faster. Which car fast. would you drive? Like a, your old? My Mercedes. Oh, fine. Yeah. Fine. It's quite a fast car. <laughs> yeah, but we weren't say. like going fast, fast. We were going, we were going a bit faster than people should have. Um, just admit that on the internet, why don't you? Well, I haven't said how so fast. So we were just speeding. As far no, as not speeding. <laughs> speeding. God, no one's breaking oh, any rules here. Never. Never. And then um, um, a blacked out car comes behind us and like flash, flash, flashes us. So, and I'm in the fast lane. So I kind of like move over and they shoot past us. Right, like they were going fast. Mm. Jeez, they were going fast. And my brother's like, "Oh, come on, let's catch up with them." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right, fine, we'll catch them again." Still only going driving? like, yeah, again. Like we're at this point, we're now going at like seventy-two miles an hour. So like, we're only going a bit faster than me. Yeah. Anyway, we eventually catch up with them, <laughs> and then we flash them to be like, "Fuck off." Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have sworn. But yeah, we catch up with them, and then, um, then so then they move over. We overtake them, and it happens again, but this time, when they flash us and we move over, they roll down their window, and they're in full (laughs) police gear, and they're like, stop the car, you know, stop the car. That's amazing. Um, And we we both freak out, because going 72 miles an hour, you you lose your license. It's very dangerous. (laughs) And we're both freaking out like crazy, and I was like, I'm I'm not stopping. I can't stop. I'm not stopping. And he's like... You can't not stop. Yes, you do. I was very close to the border. And I wasn't stopping. What were you going to do? Try and cross the border? It's Europe. <laughs> yeah, but with the whole Brexit. It's, it's before not like Brexit. going from USA to Mexico and you scream across the border. And they either have way, I either way, I was like, oh, there's no way I'm stopping because I, I just, it's not happening. So I slammed on the brakes like, and slowed down to like now 68. Yeah. So like a solid. Just a little bit below the speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and anyway so the, they they also kind of slow down a bit but not at the same rate so i pull over to the slowest lane and i tuck myself in nicely between a lorry in the me- middle lane and a lorry in the slow lane i'm kind of like sandwiched between these two lorries like fast and furious yeah hidden very nicely hidden between these two lorries and um they don't know where we are so then at the next exit we see them pull off at the next exit thinking we've pulled off the next exit because they did tell us to pull off mm-hmm. i see them pull off and as soon as they pass those trees that are just covering Brilliant. the exit, <laughs> I get back up to seventy-two miles an hour, yeah. and I was out of there. And wow. thank God they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. Oh my gosh, we left, and that was mad. It was mad. We also oh. had so much stuff everywhere. There's a lesson for you kids: don't go seventy-two miles an hour or even higher. No, go at seventy. Stick at seventy. Unless you're on the autobahn. Have you ever been on? Oh, you must have. No, I really you want haven't. to. No. If I was on the autobahn, I would have said I was going at like 120. I've never driven outside of the UK. Really? Yeah, no, no. I don't ever go to a country without renting a car. don't think I ever have, actually. Maybe I mean, you must have done, because when you were younger, you couldn't rent a car. I never didn't go away when I was younger. I'm saying like... When I was a child. Was 19. No, you can rent a car when you're 18. Can you? Yeah. I think I may have done it once or twice. When I travelled alone, I didn't... Um, I've, done, well, I've done it once or twice, but since renting a car, I've always rented a car. Like always. So that police journey then, is that up there with close to the biggest regret slash screw up you've done while being away? I don't regret it. It's a brilliant story. <laughs> and I like to think like, I'm that kind of person. I don't regret anything. Mm. Um, I've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes and I'll learn from them and not do them again or do them better next time. But I won't think of it as a regret. The only 
the only like actual screw up we had on a holiday was in America when we were going to the Grand Canyon. Um, we drove, we were in LA, we drove from LA to, this is a four day trip. We went from San Francisco, sorry, we went from LA to San Francisco, flew back to LA and then drove to Vegas. It's a lot of driving. And then from Vegas, we drove to the Grand Canyon. Again, it's just, these we're talking hours of driving over a four day trip. It's so tiring. Um, we put in Grand Canyon in the sat-nav and we just drove for like three hours, three and a half hours until we pull up to the Grand Canyon scrapyard. <laughs> yes. I know, literally. And we're at this Grand Canyon scrapyard and my brother's in the car and this is his first time. It was all of our first times, but he was really wanting to see the Grand Canyon. We all wanted to, but he was like, this is not, I'm not going to get this opportunity for a very long time again because I work. I don't. I can't just take off time whenever I want. He was really gutted and... It was, it was a scrapyard of cars and after we like it sunk in we realized we didn't have time to then make a detour how far away from the actual grand canyon were you easily like an hour not that far it's but so we far. didn't have a no because it was going to be dark we didn't have a oh, time right. to make that detour go to the grand canyon and then make it back to vegas for all the shows that we were going to go to um so we just cut our losses short and we drove back but again, I was going slightly over the speed limit. Um, I think this might be a theme through all the It's episodes. a theme which changed. Times Shimmy has driven at 72 miles an hour. But I, since getting married and since you know becoming a bit more responsible as an adult, I don't speed anymore. I'm very good driving. That's true. Lauren can attest to that. But <laughs> Should we get uh, her in and ask? We'll do that. <laughs> but, um, but no, but it also, can I just point out, if any American listeners, viewers, whatever you are, admit the speed limits in your country are a bit rid- ridiculous. We're talking about... 300 miles of open stretch road, no cars in sight, mm. hundreds of miles on either side of just desert, and the speed limit's like 55. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? And so I was going a bit faster than I should have. Anyway, police clocked me with their gun thing mm. um, and eventually pulled us over. I, I saw them, I slammed on the brakes, so they clocked me at a much slower speed, like 72 <laughs> rather than 74, yeah. and um, pulled me over. It's all on YouTube, this entire video. My brother videoed it from the back, um, and they pulled me over, they gave me a ticket, um, which yeah um at this point i'm not going to say more with the story because i don't want to do anything but i i think i am not allowed to drive in arizona anymore <laughs> so this is what's going to happen a lot with with especially with travel it's like i'll ask you like oh what's your biggest regret and it's like uh being banned from driving in arizona and i'm like what's wish- your biggest regret I, I, that's the thing like mine is like i wish i spent more time in a certain place <laughs> on the most recent holiday we did but why is that a regret you just go back no because it's like have you Most ever been to a place twice, not including Israel? Yes. There you go. Yeah. And not including anywhere in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. So when we were little, we used to go to like the same area of France. Like no, I mean as an adult. Times. As an adult, I've been to Venice twice. All right. Well, once as an adult, once as a teenager. I don't know if that counts. Mm. I'll count it. I don't know if that counts. I'll um, count it. But yeah, Venice is my favorite city on the planet. Interesting. I love it so much. I don't really know why. I actually do know why that's not even true. It's very romantic. You had a romantic trip with the last person you went with that. <laughs> that's true. That I mean, I'm surprised romantic. nothing happened. <laughs> I was expecting an engagement or something. So the first time I ever went, we were, I was maybe four, I want to say 14. Why did you go when you were 14? With my family, we went. It was for my parents' 50th. And they didn't want to go on their own? No, they love us. We went as a family. Like they always want to do for their big things. It's like we want to have everyone in the family come. Okay, that's They cute. don't want to just go and do something on their own because okay. they'd rather have us there. Basically, they don't know how to talk to each other anymore. <laughs> no, we'd rather <laughs> they went on their own. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, we were all like young. We were all like under 18, 19. So we could all go and actually do stuff and have fun. Okay. But it was like the first night time. Have you ever been to Venice? No. 
So they've got like water buses, which is just a boat. It's like a gondola now. No, gondola is a thing that's really expensive, like touristy thing. Right. Like it's just a bus. It's a boat mm. that is a bus. They also have like water taxis, which are basically speedboats, like really nice ones Sick. that are just cabs. I mean, they're expensive and it's like a tourist trap, but we went on one. We went on one to go to a Vivaldi concert in like an old church. So I felt like James Bond because we were like dressed up reasonably nice. We got this like speedboat thing <laughs> and <laughs> so like cool. drove, drove, sailed, sailed, <laughs> sailed across. I don't know. That's not drove on water. No, I feel like there's... sailed. That is the word. It can't. There can't be another word. Sped. No, we didn't speed. <laughs> so we're sailing across and like floated. We're there. It's nighttime. Lights. We're there. There's a cool That's vibe. Quite cool. And then we kind of pull up to this thing. Like a, and you just get off it into the church. Like the door opens onto the water, you get into the church, and it was. I felt like I was James Bond. So that that memory is like so lodged in there of like. That's a good reason to like a country, to like a yeah. like a city. And That's it, a really the food good reason. was great. The people are so fun. First time when it was carnival, so it was such an amazing atmosphere. Right. Like thousands of people all dressed up in amazing masks, etc. And then I went again recently, and it was as good. It's just because it's small, you feel like you can get to know it. You can know, yeah. You can also visit every area of it, probably. Yeah, but I went with um, a friend. Now I've been away with him before, and like I'm pretty sure. First of all, I'm pretty sure you and I could never go away together. Number one. Why? We just, I just think we like. Very I go. We both. We, we could both go away with this. We've both been away with this individual on our own. Yeah, I don't think you and I could do it. I like to be quite structured, but not rigid. Like I like to know what we're doing before we go. Oh yeah, but likewise. Like, if I decide I can't bother to do it, or I'd rather just sleep in today, or something else, then I'm I'm good with that. Interesting. I think that would drive you insane. I like mean, it wouldn't. I would just be like, something. okay, you sleep in. I'm just going to go out for the day. Mm. Yeah. I just don't think we could do it. We couldn't <laughs> do it based on the fact that you would want to put 98 percent of the budget into food. That's and true. And I wouldn't. Well. That's true too. I basically only go away for food. And when I go away, I take a toaster because of my stomach. So. Take a toaster. Sometimes I've taken a toaster with me. I've just announced that on the podcast and <laughs> I've just realised that. Why did you take a toaster? I've fused an entire hotel toast. with my toaster multiple times. <laughs> really? Where? In Morocco. That's amazing. It's not saying much, but still. Um, That's so good. Yeah. What's the best trip you've been you've done away with friends? That's a really hard one. Because this is where we've got to get into some like detail of like how to do it because yeah, I want to you talk can about do that. it really wrong and you can do it really well. Yeah depending on who you go with and how you plan it. But like... There's also things to know. I want to talk about the things that you need, like not need to know, but you should really know. And a lot of yeah. people, when I say some of these things, they're like, really? I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. Um, but we'll get into that. Um, so what was your best trip or your best trips? Um, I've got to be careful here because they have been with friends and I don't want to offend any other friends. You friend, don't want to but, miss people out. Um, of like a solo trip, um, my best trip was probably to South Africa with a friend. Um and this was a really weird trip because everyone was like, oh, I, this is really weird that you guys are going away together because we'd been friends for a very short period of time. Like we didn't know each other that well and we just kind of, we clicked and we were like, yeah, we can go on a 10 day holiday together. That'll be okay. And it was okay. It was it was honestly one of the best how, duo trips I've ever been on. How long had you known this person? Like how friendly were you? Like friends, you weren't like not friends. I knew him. I'd known the fact uh, him? Yeah, him for like a year and a bit. That's long enough. It's not because it wasn't a year through high school, so it was like seeing them every couple of weeks, kind of knowing mm, them. I guess. 
um yeah it was it was interesting but like again it had no effect on anything that was absolutely amazing trip the only other duo trip i went on was skiing which also was the first part time i ever traveled with that person and that was i thought that would be a bit awkward but it wasn't it was fine um but in terms of the best trip i've ever been on probably i want to say like germany with a group of four of us i've heard some good stories about this one only because there wasn't <laughs> a single argument everyone clicked with everyone it was the perfect number of people we went for the perfect number of days we did the perfect activities to not activities we chilled it was just spot on it didn't cost a fortune everything was amazing about it um but it is like i said it's hard to pinpoint one because like when i when we drove an rv across the west coast of america last year in the summer that that was also an incredible incredible trip but it's a totally different vibe different people different atmosphere Was different dynamics yeah on that trip yeah that's very cool that's different dynamics um yeah. did it who who knew we'll do this we'll do a whole episode on shimmy proposing oh god that is a they story all, did they all know that's the a really whole, funny story from the beginning of the trip everybody knew apart from lauren yeah not only did everyone that's know scary. how long into the trip did you do it Was the last it, day really so yeah. the whole time how long were we there two weeks so two weeks these people had to keep it secrets not hint anything no not like that wasn't even the worst part so cruel no, the worst I part i'd be able to do that the worst I'd part be making is making so many like hinted jokes and stuff oh I'd no use, they wouldn't i'd try and get the word ring into every sentence I said. <laughs> yeah but you're a twat that's why you weren't there that's true <laughs> um no but that wasn't even the worst part the worst part is i funnily enough giving advice on how to book flights and everything i've got the flights wrong <laughs> and i had told everyone the wrong flights brilliant and lauren on the second last night um, I was proposing on the last day. Lauren, on the second last night, told us, guys, I don't know what you're talking about, about going to the Hollywood sign on the last day, but our flight's at 6 a.m., not 6 p.m. We don't have a last day. <laughs> and in an RV, silently, we're all talking to each other in our minds, thinking, shit, what the hell do we do? Hold on. So the last day was when you were going to propose. Yeah. And then she told you that you got the flights wrong and you actually didn't have that day. Yeah. And that's, we are that's all amazing. We are all silently talking to each other, figuring out what to do. That's like I said. I'm not going to talk about it now, but that is a that is a amazing. mad story. That's yeah. horrific. And also, it kind of just shows Lauren is sometimes very clueless about what's going on around her. Because anyone else <laughs> would have figured it out. Like they would have known something was up. Two whole weeks. Because everyone it. freaked out, and she was like, "Well, guys, it's just a day. Why are you freaking out like I can't this?" Can't believe she had no idea. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. But I'm also rubbish at keeping secrets. Like I might just face. There's some secret, things. There's some things you keep. No. Just like but also, if it doesn't come up in conversation, there's no reason to give it away. Unless you bring it up. That's true. Right? And we weren't talking about it. I would have done it day one and then had a sick holiday for two weeks. Couldn't do that. Also, it would have been weird to get engaged and then go on a two-week trip. And also, I wanted to do it where she could go home and see her parents. That's why it had to be on the line. Because she also told me before we went, you are not allowed to propose to me in America. Like, I forbid (laughs) it. So I was like, of course I'm going to propose. So you did it anyway. Of course. (laughs) She wasn't expecting it. (laughs) Oh, man. You are a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah, for sure. I've had some good ones. The best one was definitely after sixth form after exams what that trip to like portugal spain i think yeah yeah we went to spain hmm. 11 of us that's a lot of people yeah yeah i was saying we had like what 15 people yeah, you ridiculous yeah more first of all that whole post sick form holiday trip hmm. oh my god the drama the drama what you had drama no before who we didn't goes have drama. on which uh, oh we did have drama, drama. you had was we the... were the nicest group of people we didn't just have drama we said anyone who doesn't have anywhere to go come with us apart from the people that came with us because they couldn't go on any trips <laughs> well, i think we both had the misfit crew 
We did. And that's why we were the nice... Not we. <laughs> our groups were the nicest groups in that, in that year. Because oh. you had some... Let's call them out by name. Assholes <laughs> who... Let's call them out by name. No, actually, no, I'm no, down. No, no, but you had a few people who <laughs> would hold meetings to discuss whether or not an individual is allowed on a trip. I just remember like all the way through, every time I was with anyone that wasn't going with me, like in my close group of friends, it was like just the things that went on with people trying to figure out. I get it because you're teenagers. You want to have the scary. best time. It's scary. It's like being picked for a sport and being the last one, <laughs> except this time, if you're the last one, you don't get to go. But also, we made such a big deal out of it. But like, until like just now, I've barely thought about that drama. But that drama has probably caused a lot of psychological issues, like and 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 trauma and anxiety. Awesome. Imagine realizing you get to sixth form and uh, you don't have friends. friends with for people you years. yeah you think you're friends you with. Off. Yeah, I like no no. We don't want you on our trip. You're not cool enough for our trip. Like, come on, piss off, mate. <sighs> horrific. It's horrific. The whole thing was horrific. Yeah, but. We had a great time. We did too. I mean, I, and, and we did not expect to have an amazing time with so many people of mm. so many different groups. Yeah. But it worked out like it was an amazing trip. So we went, we weren't like up into the mountains in Spain. To this day, I don't know where we went because <laughs> I wasn't, I just like paid the money, went on the plane. Who organized yours? Uh, I feel like I know who organized yours. Yeah. It was that person. Yes. <laughs> exactly Head boy. Thinking of, yeah. Um, so it was 11 guys went away together, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, we bought more like we were 18 we went into the mountains there's nowhere near us nothing near us so we went to a supermarket on the first day with the, like the people who own the sort of the villa yeah went to the supermarket on the first day to get everything we needed we took a lot of stuff because we had to have kosher meat and stuff right um and we barbecued every night pasta every day for lunch oh, and eggs every day for breakfast and beer instead of water <laughs> <laughs> and i sat First of all, I made lunch like every day with other people because I enjoyed cooking, etc. So I'd be like, my routine was to get up, piss around by the pool, eat a little bit. Did you go out at all? No, I didn't leave the villa. Are Seven days, me? just chilling. Oh, we went out. I went to moped. We went to the beach. We There's explored. There's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. We were in the mountains. Nowhere to go. Oh, that's we quite watched relaxing. countdown on TV. Oh occasionally. <laughs> I'm starting to to see what I'm, I'm. I'm figuring out. Like, yes, I can imagine you watching Countdown on TV. That like, group. Yeah, that group watching <laughs> Countdown on TV. However, our group, our group, we just played FIFA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All they did was play FIFA. You took your PS. They took two Xboxes. Two Xboxes. This is the reason we weren't invited to other groups. Because <laughs> all you want to do is play. I mean, like your crew was known as the football crew for a reason. Yeah. Like it would be off-brand to not play FIFA for a week. It, yeah. But that is where like things can get so messy. Not just the drama, but like if go if going away, if traveling is about who you're going with, like none is more important than that one. Like I learned such a lesson from that whole build up, the build up, and then the experience of it because we had people on our trip who, um, who might not have necessarily wanted to be on us, but like we all had such a great time together as a group of friends. Friends, yeah, yeah, and like the friendships that I made then, I just feel like I still. So if going away is all about who you're going with, let's get into actually let's get into actually going away. Please. I read a quote and this is gonna be a, like a feature, a bit that we do in our podcast, because I'm a huge, huge fan of quotes. I love quotes. Who doesn't? I think there are people who don't like them because they're a bit like cookie cutter wisdom type. Get over yourself, like a uh, bit of that. Yeah, cheesy. But I like them. <laughs> so there's a nice one which was a journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Yeah, I can see why people don't like them. 
I agree though. That's cute. I mean, there's truth in that. I feel like I'm just hearing Gandalf say that and it makes me happy. <laughs> so it's like a journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. You've got to start somewhere, which yeah. I really like because that's how I feel about this podcast, about most of my career and everything. You have to just start. You can't just hope and hope and hope that it will happen. And not just start. that, but you don't immediately get to success. No. You've got to start at the beginning exactly, and get to that thousand miles, which takes a long time. Yeah, but let's kind of take the wisdom out of it and flip it and ignore all the wisdom and talk about if you're going away, what's your first step? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, but okay, so it depends. Who am I going with? With friends? Am I going with my own? All right. Going away with friends, first step. Okay, so. You've got four of you. I'm going to give you a scenario. There's you and three other people. Yeah. You're chatting. You're Okay, chatting. I don't know why I said that. You're talking. The chatting. The chatting. You will go, uh, let's go to Spain. Oh, so we've chosen a destination you've as chosen well. Chosen where you want to go. Okay. You're easy. going to Madrid in Spain. Okay. What's next? Um, we would have dates where everyone's available. Mm. That's the hardest part. Yeah, but That's what you so do is hard. you get dates. You don't tell everyone. You don't do it in a group. You do it individually. Forget groups. <laughs> you make a group. The way I see the it holiday is... holiday group chat. Is there anything worse is on there anything? Earth no, what I've learned... Other than a five-a-side football group chat. It's just as bad because <laughs> it's now a 14-a-side. But either way... No, what I what I think is the, what I found the most useful is, and we've started doing this, if you're going to go with like four or five people, you have one or two decide everything and then you make the group saying, we are going away, here, 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 doing this, this is the budget, this is what it is. Do you want to join us? Okay. And then they join us. Same when you're planning a stag. When you plan a stag, you can't plan a stag and take the 25 stag. people's yeah. um, advice. You have to be like, this is what we're doing. This is the budget. Yes or no. Mm. And if someone says no, then you can kind of be like, why? Let's try and work around you. But chances are you're going to say yes. So I would, first thing I would do is I would ask everyone about individually dates and see if anyone's dates cross over anyone else's dates. And if they do, brilliant, we'll go that time. And for me, I was always incredibly flexible so I could go anytime. I didn't, didn't the dates were never That's a big helpful. deal for me. And then the next thing I would say is what's everyone's budget? So if we had a budget ranging from like 300 to 500, um, we'd always go for the lowest budget because that's only fair for that person. Unless that budget was so low and it's like, okay, that's clearly not going to work. So mm -hmm. either, you know, don't come with us like in the nicest way possible yeah. or we'll try and figure it out to make it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those once those two things are sorted, that's the first step really. I mean, once you've got that, you're good. I think the budget is a tricky one because I always struggle to know where to start. So I've been away with holiday with this same person twice and like we both know. He's very good at planning trips. Food. He's usually the person I would plan a trip with. Yeah. Food is food is what we're talking about here. Food is the most important part. So like we kind of start with a budget for food <laughs> and then do everything else. Are you kidding me? No, I'm joking. We don't do that. But we do put in, but we're also quite flexible where we say, look, here's what we're willing to spend ideally. Right. And then here's kind of, if something looks really cool or we kind of just want to do that thing again or we just really want to try this, like here's our kind of upper here well that's why i personally travel with that what person I'm kind of nervous about is whatever the budget is if you go away and then someone's just like cold no i'm not doing it you're screwed and it's your holidays be now kind of ruined because holidays for you with your friends to have a good time not for one person to dictate to dictate right how much people can spend now listen find good friends be kind to everybody and don't make it a thing money shouldn't ruin a holiday no Unless the person can ruin it by making it about money. Right, it doesn't want to spend anything. I mean, that's why I travel with this person so well when we do travel because we're very similar in the sense that we both like, you know, like a nicer hotel. Mm. We both kind of have the same idea of what to do, how much to spend. We both got a similar budget. So that's why it was so easy with us. But like I have traveled with people before where um, they're completely different to me. They have 
completely different budgets and not just budgets but ways of traveling like i mean it's easy to say i'm a bit of a princess when it comes to traveling i like to stay in a nicer hotel i like to mm. i like to be comfortable and relaxed and know that i'm safe i was gonna say or a prince <laughs> or a prince okay whatever call out when you see it um, and no so i've had that and it's, that's been really difficult because it's led to like not arguments but like you want to stay in a hostel? I don't want to stay in a hostel. That's just not, I just don't want to do that. I don't mm. feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. Mm. And they're like, no, but I'm not paying, you know, a hundred pounds a night. So that, that's when it can get a bit messy. But that's why I would always figure out budget. Because again, at the beginning, when you're figuring out the budget and the dates, if those two things don't work, then just don't go away. Easy as that. You yeah. don't, you haven't, you haven't talked it further. You haven't talked about what you're going to do, where you're going to go there, anything like that. You need to, these two things, if you can get through those, then that's fine. Yeah, mistakes I've made in the past is planning the budget after I've planned the holiday. How does that work? Because it's like, well, I just want to do stuff. Here's all I want to do. So I'm going to try and do it. It's all not really called things. a budget anymore. It's just planning how much you spent. <laughs> yeah, that I'm saying that's a mistake <laughs> I've made. Well, obviously, I have in my head like a big number or what, the big number, not like a big number. Right. <laughs> that's not what I mean. I feel like you I have mean, a much like bigger number when you travel. Number. What do you mean? Like when you went to, um, <laughs> when you went to Rome. The yeah, amount you spent in Rome that for that, for how long were you there? A week? Five days. Five, the amount you spent in Rome, five days, is what I Impressive. spent in America for two weeks. <laughs> which is shocking, including and, my flights. And the, percent, the percentage on food was... Like I said, 99 or maybe 98%. <laughs> and I love that this but is now recorded. I don't think <laughs> I've ever had as good a holiday when it comes to food as that. Yeah, it, it is. I, when I ate there as well, it is amazing. Incredible. Rome. Food in Rome is brilliant. Um, so, but now, like you're saying, I kind of think, okay... How much am I willing to spend? Right. And if I'm not willing to spend enough to enjoy it, then in wait. the way that I want, I just wait or don't go. Yeah, wait until you can afford but to enjoy it properly. Like pressure comes in. It was like, oh, let's go away, let's go away. It's a summer holiday, blah blah blah. Let's go away, and they're like, oh, I don't really want to. That's really hard to resist. I've only been able to because I just don't go away that often. I think though, if I have you experienced it where like people want to go away and you're, you don't really want to, but you do anyway. Oh, I've never had that. No. I've had that once. I've had that once alive. I've had that once, but I only realized that once I was there, I realized I didn't want to be there anymore. Mm. But um, that was a horrible trip, but I've never been away. I've never gone away and not wanted to go away. That's I love it. It's You get to spend time with your friends. It's such a nice, it's like so cool. I don't think I've done it recently because I'm very picky now. Well, I haven't done it recently either because of COVID. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> This is a good. This is a good episode to have, by the way, during COVID. It is. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to travel. Yeah, exactly, but maybe when this is out, we might be able to go. But maybe not. Um, so, like after budget and figuring that all out, do you have like a rule that you do, like your seventy twenty ten rule that you did in the managing money episode? Rule for traveling. Like for how do you budget? Like what you want to spend on. Um, it depends on the place. So, for example, like it, like we want to go to Dubai. If we go to Dubai, we want to stay in a really cool hotel. Right. Which that And that's part of the experience for me. So that would be part of the budget. So you just kind of adjust the percentages what you spend. So like, if you're going to Dubai, you'll spend more on accommodation because that's kind of the whole point. Yeah, but the issue with but Dubai is it's also to... full of activities. I mean... <laughs> but <laughs> Dubai is an issue. I don't know why I suggested Dubai. <laughs> but no, I don't think I'd do it in a percentage-wise. It depends on the person I'm going with. After having a conversation with the person I'm going with, we both write down a full list of what we want to do, everything we want to do. And then we kind of pick out the things that we both want to do of that list and we work out a budget based around that. But um, the only trips I generally go before, and before starting, I say, okay, this is the budget is skiing or snowboarding trips. I say, you know, the budget's 350. We cannot break it because otherwise people won't come. Um, they'll just be like, I don't know if I can afford this trip. 
I can't like, you know, I need to know how much it's going to cost. So that's why I'm like, I'm going to try and work two or 300 pound budget each or 350. And that's really cheap for skiing um, because people just assume it's expensive. But I don't really, I don't really think. Don't have a rule. No, I have a budget, but then I'll just kind of work things in. Like, Do you change it when you're there? um, Because I feel like that's not something you would do in your normal life, particularly. Yeah, that's an issue I think everyone has. It's like, there's this whole like cliche of like, when you're away, money isn't real. It's monopoly money when you're away. That's the issue. It's It's, crazy. It's not, but it feels like it. I know, but it feels (laughs) like it. And yeah, I don't, uh, recently, when I say recently before COVID, I've put into the budget, you know, like 200 pounds spending money Mm. um, or something like that. Um, And then if I break it, I break it. It's not the end of the world, but I try not to. And that's like, I call it miscellaneous or like, or or emergency or something, whatever. Mm. Um, But let's say you have, I mean, for me, there's flights, there's hotels, potential car and experiences, right? And then there's little things like insurance and stuff like that. Food, I don't generally count into the budget ever because, no, so hear that's me That's why out. we couldn't go away. No, 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 I will count. <laughs> that's well, how you start the budget. It's the best, man. no, you're, you're thinking <laughs> wrong. Hey, this is going to be your, your light bulb moment here. You ready oh, for this? And this is not something I came up with. It's something Lauren came up with. Okay. Genius. I would never count food into a budget because regardless of whether or not I go away, I need to go to Tesco and buy food. Right. So why would I say it's I'm going extra. away? It's not extra. Right? Because if I didn't go away, I would still spend 200 pounds on food. Except the difference is I'm now spending 200 pounds on food in another country. It shouldn't be in the budget. The budget should be how many times should we go yeah, out, out. And, 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 and eat out fancy, but... You mean not every day? <laughs> well, I don't mind every day. <laughs> like, like, are you mad? Dinner, just, has, 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 have you never heard of our stories in America? We, 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 we spent $120 on a single steak. Oh, that makes me feel ill. It was amazing. I'm sure it was amazing. We both got the most expensive steaks. The third one got a burger. Um, so you regret that, don't you? What, that steak? No, I'm saying the person who got the burger definitely regrets it now. No, he doesn't. He's looking at his bank account thinking, I don't regret that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that was a good steak. We did that multiple times I feel as well. Like that's how a brain, your brain can just turn to mush when you're away. Because it's like... You just get hyped up in it. You're, like, just, you're, just, like, you're just a little bit drunk most of the time. Because I, I've never driven away, so I'm never driving. I'm uh, always walking on public transport, so I'm always basically a bit drunk. Oh, I never drink when I go away. I never I drink ever. Because so. you don't stop. Like You might be out in the evening drinking. You sort of get up you'll go out for lunch and drink and then you'll be drinking in the afternoon again and then you'll go out for dinner and You drink. sound like an alcoholic. You're away. I don't drink. I have a book for you after this. <laughs> you have a book for it, was it? I don't know. I'm going to 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. No, apparently drink. it's crap. But um, you said it's crap. I, there's no such thing. Don't start beef and drama with me and Jordan Peterson. Actually, let's start beef. Title of this video, Why I Think Jordan Peterson is a Load of Rubbish. And that's it. We don't talk about it anymore. Clickbait. Does this mean we can now title the video? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Title the video. Snippet this in. Why we think Jordan Peterson is a load of rubbish. I haven't actually finished the book. We'll algorithm, baby. Either way. I doubt he's on the YouTube algorithm, but either way. Either way, as I was saying, yeah, I don't count food in the budget. I could spend 500 pounds on food that's and it'd be really fine. Smart. Just because it's, well, it's either small or really dumb. You would kind of spend for a week when you were here. Yeah, like Maybe spend... add a bit on because you don't go out that often when you're here. Right. What? If we spend 300 a month yeah. on food here, right, and we're going away, you, we are going to go out a bit more, maybe put 500 pounds into it. And that's quite a big budget for food when you think about it. Mm. Um, and that's fine. Depends who. But yeah. <laughs> you, you went out to eat three times a day, three course meals for breakfast, lunch and supper. This is not normal behavior. <laughs> not breakfast. Breakfast, we had Nature Valley bars. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd we be on the loo the any- entire day. <laughs> we didn't have anything because we were getting ready. We were preparing. <laughs> the morning was basically prep for eating lunch. Prepping your stomach. And then it was sleep. And then it was eating again. Did you guys do anything there? Yeah, we did loads. This is actually a really good example of how 
um, like I like to be structured but not rigid. Like there was just a day we were both tired. It was a bit rainy. It was like oh, we can't. We didn't have anything planned particularly. <laughs> we went to the zoo in Rome. We were in Rome. He likes doing that. We did that the in Berlin. We didn't know what to do. We went to the zoo. Incredible it's, city. And we, went to, the we zoo. went to the zoo. We were happy about it. We were fine. Listen, I'm there with a close friend, talking rubbish, talking interesting things, having a good time. We just happened to be in a zoo. And there was basically no one else. It was raining. It was a horrible weather. And then we just kind of chilled out the whole day. It was really nice. The zoo, but a hack. The zoo is a go-to place if you feel like you don't know what to do. Literally, when we were in Berlin, same person. Mm. What should we do on the last day? Let's go to the zoo. We went to the zoo. This was the biggest zoo in Europe, I think. But still, That's we went cool. to the zoo. That's cool. And that's it. I like aquariums, so I've actually been to one of the biggest shark aquariums in Europe. That is cool. In Plymouth. Very cool. I was standing and there was a shark above my head. That is cool. Very Only cool. it was in the sea, though. That would be cooler. Yeah. Much cooler. Um, but yeah, that's where it's like, once you've done budget and dates and everything, then it's about what does everybody need and then what does everybody want? So when yeah. I've been away, it's like, I need to go. When we went to Rome, I need to go to the Sistine Chapel. I'm not going to Rome. I'm not going to the Sistine Chapel. Like we both agreed on that. Then it was also, we both need to go and watch Roma play football. That's an interesting one. So we went. It was it was amazing. That's probably one of my highlights of traveling anywhere because it was such a fun experience to go. Yeah. To a, like I've never been away to football, and that was the first away game I've been to. Obviously, it wasn't Spurs, but it was really cool. And then there's what everybody wants to do. Like, what's uh, if it would be nice? If we can afford it, if there's time, let's do this. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah, everyone gets like one or two, like 100% we're doing this. Um, and then the rest is kind of just like, if it works into the budget, and it works into... Everything. It's so easy to get hyped up when you're told, yeah, we've got to do this, and then we've got to do that, and you just write down a thousand things you have to do. Whereas truthfully, there's maybe like 10 things you have so to do. So we had that. Everyone said, we've got to go to Disneyland. Want to do. Yeah, everyone's like, got to go to Universal. Not Disneyland, we've got to go to Universal if we're in LA. And I was like, really? But everyone else wanted to do it, so we went because everyone is like, it was a need for everyone. Um, so yeah, that's super important. But then when I think of what you need, I think of like the actual stuff, like insurance, <laughs> like going away, <laughs> get insurance. Even though it's a massive waste of money, ninety nine percent of the time, the times it's not a waste of money. Same yeah, um, I've the amount of times I've needed to have insurance and I haven't, or I've had insurance and it saved me, has been great, really yeah. great. Um, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should go into it, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, one story. It. One when story. did insurance save you? Because learn from Shimmy's mistakes. All That's right. what I do. The audience listeners are having the same experience I do. I, I, well, I'll say when insurance. I, you. I think I don't remember if insurance saved me or didn't save me at this point. Um, I can't remember if I had insurance because I did get the money back, but it may have just been from the person. So I can't remember. Um, but went to France with my family. Um, me, both my brothers and my brother's girlfriend went jet skiing. Uh, I had my own jet ski. Brother had his own jet ski. The other brother had a jet ski with his girlfriend. Um, Hold on, let's get this straight. Three jet skis. Three jet skis, four people. One camera. One very expensive camera. Foreshadowing. Um, so I put the camera in the safety place where it can get wet and everything. That's fine, like in, in the seat. Mm. And I've been on jet ski a whole bunch of times, so I was very comfortable. Um, oh, look at you. No, I don't, I'm not saying like that. But I was comfortable, so whatever. So we went jet skiing, they let us go, and I was taking sick photos, like the photos of Josh and my other brother, Yudi. It doesn't matter if I know their names. Yeah. Right? I was taking sick photos, right? And then it was like, all right, I want a photo now. So I, 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 I Josh is also, he had been jet skiing for a bit that trip, still his first time, but he kind of got the hang of it. So I gave him the camera. We went close, chucked him the camera, he had it done. Brilliant. And then Josh is taking some sick photos. He had, 
brilliant photos of me just skidding and the water going everywhere brilliant right and then yudi and his girlfriend swapped um so when they take you out on a jet ski you start slow and they take you out into the water and he mm. kind, of, kind of trains you how to do it yudi and his girlfriend abby they swapped right um so she went on the back he went on the front and now he got to drive it He's in the middle of the water, middle of the sea. First time he's ever been on a jet ski, so he didn't understand the control, the throttle, or anything like that. Um, and Josh is probably ten feet from him. I'm a thirty feet back, right? Just watching. Josh is like ten feet from him. Yudi's like, watching right. in slow mo. Literally <laughs> slow mo. I've got it in my mind. Yudi, you know, hits the throttle and goes. And with a jet ski, you've been on a jet ski. Yeah. With a jet ski, what? you know how when you're going fast. I wasn't driving it. Okay, fine. So when you're going on a jet ski, the faster you go, you grip it harder. Mm. Which makes you go, ironically, even faster, right? right? Um, so Yudi, like, went, and he shot forward, sh- bullet at Josh. Josh couldn't see what's going on because he's looking through the camera thing, yeah. thinking, okay, Yudi's getting a bit bigger. It's not the end of the world. Right? Maybe I'm just zooming in. I don't know how to control a camera. Oh, man. And meanwhile, Abby is screaming, oh, my gosh, Yudi, stop. And he's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> like, squeezing the handle, like, trying to stop. But obviously, he's speeding up. Anyway, Josh finally puts the camera down and sees Yudi. Right, and it just sees a jet ski come at him, so he jumps off his jet ski yeah, just as he smashed into it, oh breaking two jet skis. Um, Josh flies into the water, jumps into the water, the camera flies into the water. I speed my way there. I jump off my, I dive out, I dive out, and I'm like, oh my god, where's my camera? Because at this point, I care more also about the pictures because yeah. it was pictures of the entire trip. This was like yeah. right at the end. This was pictures oh. of the entire trip, um, and me being me, I didn't back anything up. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, find the camera, find the camera. Josh is freaking out. He's like swimming, going down. And we picked up like a piece of black. It wasn't the camera. I mean, it's gone. Uh, yeah, it, it, gone. It, it, it weighs two kilograms. It's sunk immediately. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I feel a bit sick listening to it. So you feel sick. Imagine Yudi who, oh. who dropped a 1,500-pound camera. Well, no, he didn't, he didn't drop it, but he caused it. Yeah. And nearly killed three people. In the, uh, I feel like it should have blown up. I don't know. There's yeah. petrol there, isn't yeah. it? Right? I don't know. I'm not... Maybe that's just science. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just the movies. I don't know. But either way, it was a crazy story. Josh's jet ski broke. Giddy's jet ski broke. I was fine. Um, but um, that was an interesting... That was an, and, and, and no, I don't remember if we had insurance. I got the money back, but I can't remember if Yudi paid me because he felt bad or the insurance paid me. But mm. either way... Get insurance. Get insurance because that's just one of you many know stories. Because going to nearly kill you and your other brother. Also, yeah, insurance. Your camera into less, the yeah, less for. Sorry, Yudi. He's actually on. He's been on. He is been. So. He's, he was on last last that season. But um, and uh, yeah, he's a terrible jet ski driver. But we did go again next year, and he he learned how to do it. But Yudi. less about getting money back for your items, more about insurance for accidents. Like when yeah. I was snowboarding and I had a really bad accident. Yeah. Granted, I didn't use the insurance because I just I dealt with it until I got home. But that could have. I I mean, it was you could be airlifted off the mountain sometimes, and you yeah. just need to have insurance. It's vital. Yeah. Even if it costs 40, 50 pounds, it's worth you it. Get it. You, and in the moment, you're like, what could possibly happen? Right. Until the thing happens that could possibly happen. It's the happen. same with car insurance. Everyone thinks it's a massive scam until you need yeah. it. Like, I, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. But like, you can go 10 years driving and never need your car insurance and think yeah. every year it's a waste of money. Pa, pa, pa. But it's not. And then the other thing <laughs> is a credit card. Yes. You've, ta- you've told me this before. Because it happened to me. Like You get a new credit card to go away. What's the thing? No. Credit card? Just have a credit card. Yeah. No, I don't care if it's new or old. Well, firstly, you book flights on a credit card just because it's safer. Yeah. Buying through a credit card, credit, credit card, buying through a credit card is safer because if anything happens, a credit card company can help you get your money back. Right. They will be the middleman talking to the company and being like, um, give him his money back. Mm. Or give us our money back, basically. 
Um, so always book flights, hotels, car, everything through a credit card. But actually, what I didn't know um, when I first went away and rented a car, this is the first time I rented a car, is um, I would say a solid 99% of car companies, you need to have a credit card mm. um, to rent a car. And that's because they usually put the deposit on your credit card. So when I rent a car, like it's like an £8,000 cap. So if we don't bring the car back, then they'll charge my card. Right. Right. And you can't do that on a credit. You can't do it on a debit card. No. Um, and also you need to make sure you have a somewhat limit over a thousand is generally okay. But um, so our first trip, we went to France, south of France, me and a friend. We wanted, we, I booked a car online. We got there. Um, and in the airport, you kind of have all the car places in the same place. We went to the place to pick up the car and he's like, can I have your credit card? I was like, yeah, here, here's my card. I thought, like, well, what credit card is at this point? Um, and they're like, no, 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 we need a credit card. I was like, what? And he's <laughs> like, yeah. no idea. And no idea. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we need a credit card. I was like, can you not just use a debit card? They're like, no. I was like, why? Like, because you need to put this charge. I like, just put the charge on this one. It's fine, whatever. And they're like, no, no, no. Anyway, so after a lot of fighting, they wouldn't give us one. So we went to the next stall next to it. They wouldn't give us five stalls, wouldn't give us the sixth one. I literally flirted my way into a car. <laughs> I swear to you now. I was like, your watch, your nails, girl. <laughs> I rubber, like, I would not believe it. And it's I, just imagining you doing that is quite amusing. I showed them my card and I kind of hid debit. I was like, yeah, this is the card. You don't need to see it, but this is the card, right? And she's like, oh, that's a fancy picture because I had like a picture of Monaco on my card. Yeah. She's like, and she's like, I was like, yeah, oh, I took that. I could do a photo shoot, you know. I was like, <laughs> we're good. Um, no, it, didn't, it wasn't that much flirting, but like we really had to kind of sell it. And then eventually she's like, yeah, yeah, no, this is fine. You can do this. And thankfully, because our entire trip would have been ended there. We would have flown home. Because yeah. actually we couldn't, we, we flew into Cannes and we were driving to Monaco. We were staying. We went, st- oh, where were we staying? We were staying in Cannes. We were driving to Monaco. We wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, thankfully, and, and since then, I literally got a credit card straight away. And every single time after that, they'd immediately be like, can I have your credit card yeah. and your you know driver's license? And it's like, oh, yeah. And here. you're all set. Yeah, so if you are going to go away and rent a car, be prepared, get a credit card. You yeah. need it. 100%. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I am with you on that one. What I want to know now is about, there's all this detail that goes into planning a trip and traveling and getting there and being there, paying for everything, figuring out everyone's dates and budget and everything like that. Yeah. But it's about the experiences in the moment. So that's why you're there. Right. When is a time where you felt awestruck by something that you went to see? Oh, that's really hard. Um, I think I've had like, ah, that's really hard. Like, I'll tell you mine in the meantime. Okay. I'll tell you mine. You can think. Yeah. So when we went to Rome, there's this place called the Capuchin Crypt. I don't think I went when I went. It's amazing. So I only knew about it because my older brother had been a couple of years before and he said, if you go, you have to go there. Right. So like we were there, we Google, <laughs> Google maps it and we went. Um, and it's just a church that doesn't look like anything special. Right. But you go underneath it to the crypt under the church. And it's made with the remains of over 3,000 Capuchin friars. So Capuchinis are like a group of um, church people. I don't right. want to go into too much of it. That's, yeah. Um, not sure how you're remembering this. Oh, because at the time I was doing my degree in religion and philosophy. Uh, okay. So fine. I was like learning about these things and going. It was a lot of fun. Um it's three and a half thousand bones, people, bones of people. This sounds lovely. Arranged into the most incredible, I guess you could call it art, but it's like, it's like there are people there. And the whole idea is that you kind of walk through it 
and it's about the swiftness of life into death and that whole thing um and it's i cool it's really cool but you kind of stand there and there's like three and a half thousand dead people remains arranged google it when you like if you're driving pull over if it's safe and legal to do so and the google capuchin crypts and look at these pictures it's like incredible art made out of bones and skulls and stuff where in rome is this i did not go to this yeah it's like a thing that not many people i mean loads of people know about it but i only knew about it because my brother told me and I, I remember standing there like this is incredible like, i felt in like you know in your stomach we just feel like yeah it drops a bit you kind wow. of skip a beat yeah this is really powerful that's really cool I yeah. feel like mine is going to be shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when I went to a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole lap in 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Go on then. So um, and, and then Sistine Chapel, which I think is both of ours. Oh yeah, Sistine Chapel was incredible. Absolutely Even if amazing. It's like so touristy. I was a tourist there, just like snapping photos when I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Just like click, 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 like, click. Like everyone else. Literally, no. Oh my gosh, there were so many people not taking very pictures. Strict. Yeah, very, very strict. strict. But I mean, everyone still does. Yeah. Just kind of um, but I wouldn't. I don't think I was awestruck. I mean, it was cool and it's an amazing mm. piece of artwork. But I wasn't awestruck. I mean, seeing the Grand Canyon was cool. Like the vastness of it. That was awestruck. Or awestrucking. That's not a word. I was awestricken. Um, that's not a word. Um, that was really, really cool. Um, a lot of the things, the waterfalls in Iceland, I found like, wow. Like I, for me, I usually get awestruck more by nature mm. um, rather than things. The only thing I was kind of awestruck in, and I wasn't awestruck, it was more shock horror, was when we went to Germany and you had the Holocaust Memorial and you went to Poland in school and I, I didn't. And that's another reason why I love traveling now and I was never able to is because I always got homesick in school and I would never went, the first time I went away properly was when I was 18 or 19, 19. Um, so go, yeah, going to Germany and seeing, seeing this memorial and like it, like hitting me like, my gosh, this is, this is huge. Like, wow. Cause I'd never really learned much about the Holocaust in school. I learned t 10 times more about the Holocaust after leaving school, reading books and mm. watching movies and that kind of stuff in school. It wasn't really covered. Uh, anyway, for me, I mean, you just might not have been there in those lessons in those because I mean, we did. Yeah, we also had the Poland trip where we go and learn. About did you do a history Poland. for A level? Um, no. Well, do, do, I need to think. Do I you do, do history GCSE. for GCSE? Ah, so I didn't do history GCSE. So they didn't. In my anyway, I feel like they didn't really cover the Holocaust in years seven to nine. But also for me, my dad loves the Holocaust. Right. He loves reading books about it. He always talks about it. So like, I know about it because of him. Right. So I never really knew much about it. Anyway, so I've, since then I've done a lot of research and everything. So, shocking but like so i found that was definitely like a a same similar feeling like a, a heart dropping like jaw dropping moment like holy shit kind of thing yeah and it and really annoyed me seeing people like jumping up and down and mm. running up around them um i was like just you know just stand there and respect what's happened here kind of thing yeah um that was a huge huge moment but then again yeah for me a lot for of nature. it yeah senior i love i just get blown away by literally seeing some because i find nature artwork like i think it's incredible art, which is why I, I, I like taking photos like i'm a photographer right and i just yeah that blows me away every time that's really interesting because i was just thinking like why i like going to rome and venice and why i want to go to florence like my next place i really want to go to is florence in italy and i want to go back to rome because i like what people have made a lot the glass stuff that's really no just anything um that people have made right. so that's why i really love rome because it's like incredible architecture and art and stuff like that um so I, I think my next trips are probably italy in an ideal world i do want to go to like baghdad damascus and tehran but that's very specific we don't live in, a, in an, an ideal, ideal world. world 
So, like for me, Baghdad is just Rome, but in the Middle East. Like that's what it was at the time. The center of the world was Baghdad at, for a, for a long period. That's fine. Cool. I really want to go and see that. Not Egypt. I don't know why, but Egypt's just not on that list for me. Interesting. Um, and then a U.S. road trip. I want to go from Chicago down to New Orleans. Country music, blues, the whole. The whole I know you say we don't travel together well, but I, my gosh, that's that a dream. one we could do together. Nashville too. The other thing is is a, a U.S. road trip. I want to go from Chicago down to New Orleans. Um, hitting Memphis I do want to go to like Birmingham, Alabama do some civil rights stuff um, Nashville Nashville, Tennessee I want to do all of that yeah Blues found, I want to go to there's four BB King bars in America I want to go to every single one um, that's, that's, cool. that's like that's something I feel like I could do obviously now it'd be a bit harder but like I feel like that's something we could have done because yeah. I'm so into similar kind of music yeah. and I would love to go to Nashville have you ever seen the show Nashville? of course I have right <laughs> the best show ever um, I mean it's it's a horrific show oh it's, it's a horrific show <laughs> I just like Nashville the music is amazing though. yeah I still listen to the music um, on my Spotify playlist so where's next for you um, it's it's hard because the whole of lockdown I've been like just planning trips wanting mm. to go places but for us we want to go we want to do a proper trip we want to do um, like four or five weeks to um, Australia New Zealand like a proper honeymoon trip kind of thing um, Lauren doesn't care so much about the New Zealand side only because She's not a fan of Lord of the Rings, and I only want to go to New Zealand because I want to fit in with the hobbits. <laughs> I'm going to go into a hob- hobbiton, into the Shire. Perfect size. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to fit right in. And then also, I want to see all the... the I want to see like where Gandalf fought the dragon thing, and I want to... The, with, the, uh, with the snow and... Balrog. The, the Balrog, thank you. Not dragon thing, whatever the heck it is. I just... I want to see the scenery of where Lord of the Rings was shot yeah. because it's the best thing ever. Lauren does not care. She just wants to see the scenery, mm. um, but like I just I, I want to feel like I'm, I was there. It's funny that Australia's on yours. I don't really know why. Like why what? Why Australia? Why do people want to go to Australia? Are you mad? I want to go and see the Great Barrier Reef, Sydney Opera House. I mean, come on. I don't mean to offend Australians. I do get it. It is very. I far, do though. like Australians. I have to say that on it's your very, list, it's very far on your list. Yeah. South Africa, Cape Town, think? Kruger should be at least number one Why? to three. It's the best country I've ever been to. Talking about awe-stricken, I didn't even mention South Africa because it's just it's too many it's things too to mention. Yeah, yeah. It's too many. It's the Apartheid Museum in, in, in Joburg was incredible and um, just everything in Cape Town. Like I was genuinely looking at properties to move into on my <laughs> phone whilst driving. It was the, And that's another reason why it just works so well with this person because... It was the best trip. Everything was so good. The scenery, the food. Oh my God, mate. You think Rome has good food? <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? Go to South Africa. Maybe that's got to be on my list then. It, it should be high up on your list. And also go with this person because he needs to go to South Africa as well. The two of you hit each restaurant. Every, <laughs> every, every, from, from, from Kruger to Cape Town we'll and everything way. in between. We'll eat our way around South Africa. And I'm telling you, you're going to absolutely love it. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the episode on travel. That's been fun. Thank you. It has been fun. I like that. Cool. I wish they did this in school. I also wish we learned this in school. There probably could have been more practical things that we we talked about. And um, again, if Josh forgets to say it, send us a DM, send us an email of things you might want us to talk about um, um, if we've had experience with it or we can bring an expert on who has had experience with it and hopefully we can help you. But if you do have any travel questions, um, we can be your travel agents, I guess. (laughs) I mean, Jimmy can. To an extent. You've done a lot I of traveling as well. You, I can tell you how to pack 
by dressing, by dressing himself. I'm very excited to to, to to pack for my next trip. You just call by me. I help you out. But I can't wait to go. That I'm just waiting. I want to go away. ASAP. Soon. But the issue is Everyone else will want to go away ASAP. It's like. Oh no, we don't go away in the summer anymore. We decided to get against it. Yeah. If if Lauren's going to take off work anyway, we might as well go after the summer because it's going to be cheaper and less people. Yep. Hundred percent. But yeah. All right. Well, that's Young, Dumb and Broke podcast. Follow us at the YDB podcast on Instagram and email us the YDB podcast at gmail.com with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Yeah. Like saying that. Um, and also don't forget to comment anywhere on any of Hopefully this is on iTunes. If this is not on iTunes at this point, you are in big trouble. It would be my fault. This has to got to be on iTunes at that point. Um, comment just checking in so that we know you're all right. And awesome. then leave a comment, leave a like. And I will see you, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. See you soon.